Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to episode 63 of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. Today we are recording with Connor, who's going to do her installment of the four books that every warrior needs on their bookshelf. Can you believe that we're 63 episodes in? That's pretty amazing. Yeah, 63 episodes. It's cool. So, all right, I need you to close your eyes. Okay. And I need you to imagine. Use your imagination. Okay? Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. My eyes are closed. All right. You are driving across the country in your classic Winnebago travel motorhome. And it's very retro. And you normally use it as an Airbnb, but for now you're using it on your own to travel in. And it's pretty warm outside, but the air conditioning is nice and crisp. And you have a bookshelf inside. And you can only have four books on that bookshelf. What's your first book going to (laughs) be? Thanks for painting that lovely picture. (laughs) My first book on my bookshelf is a book that I've given to many people. So there are going to be people listening to this episode that I've given this book to. Mm. This book is called Small Moves, Big Change. Small Moves, Big Change. It's by Caroline Arnold. Okay. And the premise of the book is it's all about micro-resolutions. And this book had a really big impact on my life. Because it was the first book that I read about a sustainable approach to self-improvement. So we've all made those resolutions Mm -hmm. to... Yeah, we've talked a lot about resolutions and goals. Right, yeah. So whether it's lose weight, some sort of athletic endeavor, Mm -hmm. whatever it might be, this book was really impactful in my life because it talked about achieving personal goals by breaking them down into something so easy and so small that it's impossible not to do. Mm. And this book is divided into different sections. So depending on what type of self-improvement you're looking to do, you can kind of flip through the book, go to that chapter And tackle that one section. Gotcha. So there's an example from this book that I really, really loved Mm -hmm. that really illustrates the power of micro-resolutions and how small changes compound over time and eventually lead to these huge results, Mm -hmm. right? So the example from this book, and I use it to this day when I talk to people about behavior change is the conference room cookie example. Mm. So 
the story in the book is there's a man and he's working in a corporate office and he's noticed he's gained a lot of weight over the past, you know, five years since transitioning to a desk job and he wants to lose about 50 pounds and he's kind of looking through his habits, thinking about, man, why did I gain all this weight? How am I going to get it off? And one thing he noticed is about twice a week in his office, they meet in the conference room. Every time they meet in the conference room, it's catered with trays of cookies. When he went to this meeting, he would always have one cookie, sometimes two, sometimes three. (laughs) (laughs) We know how cookies go. Yeah. They're a slippery slope. Yeah. So what he did was... He made, he resolved to never eat a conference room cookie ever again. This is the only change that he decided to make. I'm never going to eat a conference room cookie again. Mm -hmm. So he didn't say, I'm never going to eat cookies again. Conference room cookie. He said, I'm never going to eat a conference room cookie again. If he left the day and still wanted a cookie, he would go to the place that he loves, the bakery down the street that he loves, get the cookie that he really, really wanted Mm -hmm. and savor and enjoy that cookie Mm -hmm. versus just being a victim to his environment and enjoying a cookie that just happened to be sitting in front of him. Yeah. So this is the only change he made. And he lost 50 pounds with that one change. Wow. And... What I love about that example is you can distill these really big goals. Losing 50 pounds is a big goal, but Mm -hmm. you can distill those big goals down to those small daily choices Mm -hmm. and just pick one, just pick one little change. Because the little changes compound over time and they turn into the big change without you even realizing it. Yes. And so many people, myself included, want to overhaul everything when they have these big goals. And this book really emphasizes and highlights the power of those small changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if you ate three conference room cookies, that could be like 600 calories. And I could throw off everything. Right. We don't, we don't really know if, if what kind of cookies these are. I was averaging at 200. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll, we'll average it. But yeah, I, I love this book when people, people in the past that I've done nutrition coaching with, I will very often give them this book, especially if they have that mindset of kind of going to extremes, extreme restriction, extreme change, thinking they have to overhaul everything at once. Mm-hmm. Because when you, at first, when you suggest, hey, let's pick one small thing, mm-hmm. most people almost reject that idea of, no, that's not going to make a difference. Yeah. But it really does. It really, really does. Yeah, for sure. I love it. It's a, yeah, it's a great thing to attack one small thing a day. To work on something bigger. So, cool. What's next? What's your second book? All right. My second book is called Born to Run. Born to Run is by Chris McDougall. I actually heard him speak. Um, I was living... At the time, I was living outside of Philadelphia with my dad. Mm -hmm. I had recently graduated from college. 
and I was in between college and grad school. Mm-hmm. And I went and heard him speak, and I read his book. And at the time, I had finished being, you know, a varsity competitive swimmer, and I was looking for what's next. I needed some sort of way to exercise. I needed some some sort of athletic endeavor. I didn't have a gym to go to, and running was really accessible at the time. Mm-hmm. Also, growing up as a competitive swimmer, I identified as not being a runner. Mm. I identified very strongly as not being a runner. I didn't like running. Running doesn't feel good on my body. Running equals pain, shin splints. So I just always thought, I am not a runner. I cannot do this. So I heard Chris speak. I read his book, Born to Run. And this book came around the time of the barefoot running movement. If you all remember the barefoot running movement. The toe shoes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, if you remember the Vibram five-finger toe shoes. Yeah. This was... What a fun phase that was. Yes. Yeah. This book definitely advocated for the toe shoes and barefoot running in general. And the reason was is Chris ended up researching this tribe of Indians that lived in Mexico called the Terra Humera, and they are coined as being the best distance runners in the world. And he watched them, watched their form, and these Indians are just amazing long-distance runners. And they're doing these ultra marathons, and it's just a part of their everyday life. It's a part of the culture. Mm -hmm. They grow up running barefoot. And reading this book really opened up my eyes to proper running form, breaking away from, you know, those big shoes that are built up on the heel that actually encourage you to heel strike when you should actually be keeping your weight distributed underneath you and striking with your midfoot and taking smaller strides. And if you do an experiment on your own, just take your shoes off, take your socks off, go run in the grass. Your running form will feel completely different, but also completely natural. You will naturally adjust your stride, your strike point when you're running barefoot. So that's kind of the magic of taking your shoes off. Yeah, that's a really important point, especially about running. Like, I always thought you had to run on your toes because you were more explosive or, like, whatever. But the more I learned about it, because we're doing a lot of the sprint training right now. Right, with Sisu. It's it's all, like, hitting through your midfoot, and that's where you should be. So, yeah, that's cool. Right. Yeah, I like that. And I can see as a field athlete, you know, you're probably in your forward foot a lot more than most people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you just learn a little bit about running form and even just take a look at your footwear and what you're wearing, it's, it's not a bad idea to, you know, go barefoot once in a while. Mm -hmm. You, you really, you start to strengthen all of those small muscles in your feet and it's a really quick and easy way to fix your running form. Yeah, I should do more barefoot running, but cool. I like cool. that. 
Book three. What do you got? Okay, book three. Book three is another book that I give to a lot of people as gifts. It's called The Crossroads of Should and Must. Mm, It's by L. Luna. This is a beautiful book. It's all about finding and following your passion. L is an artist. This book is beautifully watercolored. Mm-hmm. It's really, really easy to read. It's fun to read. You can sit down and read it in one day. Yep. This book is filled with really, really great questions that help you tune inward and listen to your own intuition and your gut feelings about the path that you should take. So the whole premise of the book is over and over again in our life, we find ourselves at a crossroads. So at the time when I read this book, I was at a crossroads where I didn't enjoy the career path that I had chosen and I was looking for another path, but I was afraid to take that leap to change directions. So that was my crossroads. I read this book and resigned from my job. Mm -hmm. I gave this book as a gift to a good friend of mine. She also resigned from her job and (laughs) she opened a yoga studio in Grand Rapids. (laughs) Yeah. I read this book based on the recommendation of you and Bones and it is incredibly, it makes you incredibly introspective about every day. Are you doing what you are being told you should do or are you doing what you must do? Like what your gut is telling you what you must do. And that's really important for people to check in about because I don't think it happens enough and people get caught up in their careers and they maybe aren't super happy, but they stick it out anyway for a paycheck or for whatever. So it was really important for me to read that too. And it's definitely on our bookshelf now. So yeah, that's a great book. I don't have much more to add to it. It's a book that I revisit often. Yeah. It's really easy to jump back into, like you said, because it's, it's full of pretty pictures. Yes, it's pretty. <laughs> and it's really easy to digest. So, yeah. yes. And then depending on what crossroads you're at, you know, these questions will resonate with you yep. a little bit differently every time when you find that yeah. you're in a spot where you're making a really hard life decision, which we all have those that come up. This will help you get a lot of clarity, and encourage a lot of reflection. Yep, absolutely. Cool. Book number four, what do you got? Okay, my last book is the book that I'm currently reading, and it's called Boundless. I knew this one was going to be on the list. It's called Boundless. It's by Ben Greenfield. So if you don't know Ben Greenfield, he has a great podcast. He is, I would call him a biohacker. So he's pretty much dedicated his life to researching and testing all aspects of human performance. And he his book is very much like an encyclopedia for optimizing the human body. So Ben is obsessed with longevity and how to live the fullest most active life you possibly can Mm -hmm. and optimizing every single aspect of your life. Yeah. So um, if you own the book, the book is huge. It's a great like coffee table book, Um, but you can look at the index and you're going to see 
topics about sleep, training, toxins, diet, memory, cold therapy, water and hydration, light therapy. It's it's really comprehensive. So it's not necessarily a book that you want to like curl up with at mm, night. Yeah. But it's it's a really good one if you're kind of contemplating sleep and you can open up to the sleep chapter and you'll get really easy tips to apply, but then also tips that like a biohacker is going to use. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like things about like getting really specific types of technology, wearable gear that you're tracking and really monitoring your sleep and your REM cycles mm -hmm. and all these analytics that you can look at. So I find it really fascinating. And Ben is just really interesting. I yeah. think a good introduction to the type of knowledge that he's giving out is through his podcast. For sure. Yep. Yeah, that, I think it's safe to say that that book has changed your life and my life in many ways because, uh, like we talked about in the Toxins episode, uh, that was, what, episode 52? Uh, you know, eliminating toxins from your hygiene products, from your food, and where everything kind of hides. And without, I mean, most people go through life with complete ignorance about what's in their food yes. and how toxic everything is. So it was a little bit of a hard pill to swallow at first because that's been like my whole life, you know? And so, you know, you went through a phase where you're just throwing everything out <laughs> yeah. and like all my favorite soaps and like yeah. all our, all the foods and like whatever. We were but craving. the idea, the the idea is really cool. So it's limiting your, exposure to all these toxic things instead of like just limiting it because you're going to come into contact with it. You're going to live a normal life where you go out to eat and you do stuff with friends and whatever. So I haven't read the book personally. I have listened to his podcast and he's super smart and he's able to deliver most of his information in a really easy to digest way. Some of it is like, if you're really into that, you'll understand, yes. but it also can go, it goes over my head sometimes. He's, He's super nerdy. Yeah. He geeks out about a lot of things. A lot of, actually, a lot of what he does say, it, it does, it can go over my head, but he challenges me in what he's offering and how he's explaining things. But the one thing I really like about him is you get recommendations and he does the research for you. Mm -hmm. So when he makes a recommendation for like a multivitamin or a probiotic or, a, you know, a sleep therapy or a cold therapy method, this guy has done the self-experimentation. Mm -hmm. He's flown across the world to speak to the research teams yeah. in person you know, like he, he's not just making recommendations based off of like who's sponsoring him. He's actually, you know, meeting, shaking hands with these researchers, doing a lot of self-experimentation and figuring out what is going to be the most optimal, you know, strategy to use here. So that's, yep. that's why I really like him because I, I trust that fact that he's 
you know, gone the distance with his research. Yeah. Yep. He's, it's crazy the amount of knowledge that he has. So cool. Let's recap your four. What were they and who were they by? Yes. So book one was Small Moves, Big Change by Caroline Arnold. Okay. Book two was Born to Run by Chris McDougall. Mm -hmm. Book three was The Crossroads of Should and Must by L. Luna. And that last book was Boundless by Ben Greenfield. Great. Yeah, awesome. All those you can pretty much find on Amazon and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, awesome. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, but if you are looking to buy these books, one thing I always do is I go to Amazon, but then I looked in the I always look in the used books. Yeah, for sure. They're so, usually a lot cheaper. Yes, the used books are usually a lot cheaper and I've always gotten them in great condition. Yeah. So, that's yep. always a tip I like to tell people. Well, cool. So this wraps up our book series, the Warrior Bookshelf series. If you guys listening have any questions, have any ideas, have book recommendations, we'd love to hear from you um, on our Instagram at Weekly Warrior Podcast and also on Facebook, Weekly Warrior Podcast. And we just want to say thank you for joining us on another episode, episode 63 of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. And we will see you next week when we discover our warrior within.